0: I'm Meredith. And I'm Robin. And this is My TV Family, where we're hosting the Ultimate TV Family Reunion. Today, we're taking a look at babysitters.
1: Welcome back to My TV Family. As Meredith mentioned, this week at My TV Family, we are all about those babysitters, nannies, and other child care givers. Um, this week, we will also read a new listener fantasy family. Um, if you've been working on your fantasy family, and I hope you have, please send it to mytvfamilypod at gmail.com. You can mix up any family members from any show, any genre, any period of time. Mix them all together, write them down,
0: and send them our way. You've got some good ones coming your way.
1: hmm. Um, again, your reminder, dear listener, Follow us on social media if you would be so kind. We're on all them platforms. And do be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. We appreciate it. Okay. So. Meredith, before we get started, um, my Twitter was blowing up today. How what about, about you? Well, um, first and foremost, in tragic news, Brooklyn Nine-Nine was canceled.
0: I know. I saw that earlier today, and it is really hard. It's really
1: hard. I feel um, some hope because Lin Manuel Miranda, yeah, tweeted that it was silly business and it needed to stop. So and Seth Meyers. I mean, people with pole in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, there's me, there's you, there's Lynn, Manuel, Miranda, <laughs> and there's Seth Meyers. So, I mean, between the four of us, among the four of us, amongst the four, betwixt the four of us, <laughs> we'll be able to get some stuff done. So, yeah, yeah. if there's, like, a letter writing campaign.
0: We're going to write it.
1: What do, you, what do you think people would mail in to, like, support Brooklyn Nine-Nine? We have Ooh. to think about that. Yeah. We'll have to think about their signature item. Like, do you remember <laughs> when they were going to cancel Veronica Mars? There was, like, a writing campaign. And people were supposed to mail in
0: marshmallows.
1: I think there was a marshmallows, but then there was also something where you mailed in a dollar bill that said Veronica Mars is smarter than me.
0: Oh, Remember that
1: episode? Yeah. Anyway, um, so we're going to figure out what um, everybody's going to mail <laughs> okay. and we will let you know. Um, so that
0: one. Is it a signed um, copy of Die um, Die Hard.
1: That would be amazing. Ooh, something from Die Hard. Yeah. Like Broken Glass. That would be good. There you go. Not illegal or dangerous at all.
0: Um, (laughs) But another Fox comedy that got canceled, which I know is one of my favorites, is um, Last Man on Earth. Mm. I feel like Fox can't keep their comedy shows. um, They have a big cult following and then...
1: And that's a buzzy show, people. I mean, it gets, like, it's critically acclaimed. People are talking about it.
0: Yeah, I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine probably has more of a fan base than Last Man on Earth. But, like, you think about, like, the Mindy Project got canceled early. I mean... Foolish. um, The New Girl... A New Girl got canceled, but I feel like it's probably time for that. And, um... Another show that I did not watch and I probably won't watch is The Mick. that got canceled. That was another one of their comedies. Yeah, people you know,
1: were not happy about that. A
0: long time ago, Arrest Development got canceled. I just feel like they maybe don't have it, have the support together for comedy shows.
1: I don't know. I'm not happy about it. I don't like it. Do you feel like uh, Last Man on Earth is coming to a point where they could wrap it up for the series?
0: Um, well, they so the series finale um, aired last week on
1: Sunday. <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. so it's over.
0: Yeah, and it came to a, like, sort of closure, but there was definitely a cliffhanger, but it was, like, one of those that you feel like, now you write the rest, right? Like, you, it was like, choose your own adventure, sort of. (laughs) Whatever you think happened is right. Yeah. So, Ah. there were some, there were some, like, closure moments, but then left this giant cliffhanger that could go on for another season.
1: Um, That's got to be really tricky as a writer. To know how uh-huh. what to do. Like, yeah. let's have something that could be the series finale every season.
0: Well, they could pull the Felicity, where they thought they only had, like, um, a budget for, like, 17 episodes. And then they asked for four more, so they did, like, this time travel thing, right? Just, like some garbage that sounds ill-advised yeah that did not (laughs) add up but just to like add four more or Saved by the Bell did it where they canceled it and then they want they asked for more episodes and so they but like two of the cast members had moved on like Jesse and Kelly Uh. so they pulled in Tori and you're like wait a minute like they old Tori They don't handle that well, so um, I just really would like A Last Man on Earth, one more finale. I don't need a whole other season. I would just like one good hour finale. Like a wrap-up. Yeah, and just give us... Maybe you will get a movie. Yeah, I'd take it. I feel like that's a thing, right? They did that for Looking,
1: which was great. They gave uh, an actual movie. Well, they did
0: it for Veronica Marsh. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, really, Fox,
1: get your heads out of your butts and pull it together. Yeah, That's so what I have to say to you.
0: I think we have two more episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine ahead of us.
1: Yeah, and Jake and Amy will get married. That's yeah, I knew the you, one, you right? have
0: to have the wedding, right? Be the finale. I mean, you don't have to. I'm over it.
1: But. Fox, we're coming for you. <laughs>
0: um, okay. And what then, other news we have?
1: The other, like, hot off the presses, Goss, is um, the Younger trailer was released. Yes, it was. Honey. I watched it 25 times. I have so many questions. Several times alone (laughs) by myself. Several. Um, Charles looks like he has a beard. I don't know what's going on. There's people without shirts on. Everybody's making out with everybody else.
0: I know. And so many people I don't know. I know.
1: We just watched it together before we started recording. We are like, (laughs) who's (laughs) <laughs> Who's she? Do you know that guy? That looks like so and so from Smash. Is that is that <laughs> Bill? Who is it? It really it left me with more questions than answers. I'm gonna say.
0: But it's coming back in June. Yeah, and I think very we, soon we have one more announcement. Do you want to share it? Um. Sorry, not about younger. But.
1: Okay, I was going to say, it's sexy on a stick, and that's all you <laughs> need to know. Um, the other hot news that I saw today was that Tom and Abby from Queer Eye, the first episode, the guy who had the Lounger that yes. had mysterious stains where his booty was, Yes. Um, they got married! That's so nice. Again. <laughs> the one who used the green stick?
0: Yes. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Ah.
1: And he made uh, redneck margaritas.
0: Well, it's nice to know that that was not just all—I know—for show that uh, it was a real deal.
1: It's true, their love is real, and if Anthony comes to your house and makes you guacamole, you're bound to fall in love.
0: <laughs> and then um, Jonathan tells you to smear it on your face to even out oh, your color. Jonathan, I really—I <laughs> feel like I'm keeping up with them on social media,
1: and I f- it's like you know, filling that hole for me a little bit. But I yeah. just wish they would just film. Back to back to back to back to back episodes nonstop, like no vacations, no families, no personal time, like just film, queer eye.
0: Um, well, and Karamo just got engaged. I saw that. Speaking of news, congrats. Congratulations Karamo. to you, Caramo. Okay, our so
1: friend. yeah, our friend Caramo, <laughs> just like my friend Seth Myers and Len Lin- <laughs> Lin- Manuel Miranda. Um, anyway, okay, so now that we got to the headline news,
0: yeah. Um, what have you been watching lately? All right. Well, I have been catching up on a lot of shows okay. that I've let go by the wayside.
1: <laughs> I just... Letting those
0: shows go. <laughs> I know. Well, I've, there were a lot of new shows that came out, right, mm-hmm. that we were experiencing. <laughs> I also feel like these are shows that at one time I binge watched. Yeah. So, like, I was catching up or, you know, hadn't watched it and they were already on the air. And so, I've, I've learned that if there's a show that I binge watched, I don't want to wait week to week yeah. once I've caught up. So, I've let... Jane the Virgin, Blackish, Riverdale—all those shows that I watched the first couple episode or couple seasons on Netflix or Hulu—I have let those go because I was caught up, and so I'm now catching up again, which I love. I love being able to just put next, um, mm-hmm. and I thought I wouldn't like the Jane the Virgin. Um, episodes because I already knew what happened. I'm like, oh, no. But they it's were fine. so good. They were so good, and there was just a lot of content in there, and a lot of... There's so many questions I have. Did you meet still. Riverfields? I did, yeah. <laughs> this we met is Riverfields. Fantastic. Um, yeah, that was... That's a great new character there. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm there. Riverdale is... You sticking with it? I... Now I feel like I have to, so I can get answers. Um, But it is dark, 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 dark. It really took a turn. The first season was kind of dark, right? Like it's about a murder, right? But noirish. Yeah, but this time is like so many people dying, so many people involved in the killing, and I just thought this really took a turn.
1: Maple syrup is some dark business.
0: Yeah. So um, doing that, and then. Another, this is also kind of newsworthy. We finished Lethal Weapon. It just wrapped mm. up its um, season two finale.
1: Actors behaving badly. Yeah, so...
0: What do you the, think about that? The Riggs character is... Well, they fired him, officially. Yeah. Um, I think so officially.
1: So, f- if people don't know what happened, fill us in on...
0: Okay, so the the Riggs character, I forget his name. It's CC, and that's a, a litter of name. Um, it he just was he had some bad behavior on the set mm-hmm. um apparently he and um damon wayans there was like a big they got into it? Yeah, there was Ooh. a big thing between them, and so they weren't even speaking. It was Well, that
1: can't be a problem. No,
0: yeah, the two characters. So that became a big deal, and so they fired him, and now it's up in the air whether they'll come back and how they will...
1: I hope they cast, like, a chick.
0: That yeah. would be amazing. I think there was, like, a lot of discussion about that, and, of course, like, several people were like, that can't happen. But <laughs> I hope... Women can't be lethal or carry <laughs> weapons. <laughs> I hope they prove them wrong, because that would be interesting. Um, Murtaugh, Damon Wayne's character, just got uh, promoted to be the captain. Okay. And so my husband's take was that maybe they would just have two brand new kind of Riggs and Murtaugh characters. Well, that's not fair to Damon Wayne's if he's been behaving himself. Well, he, he's going to be the captain, right? Oh, so now okay. there's two detec- two new detectives that kind of take on those roles of kind of okay. wild and free and a little more by the book. Watch Characters. they roll
1: in with uh, old Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Spe- he's not.
0: He's not problematic. <laughs> See,
1: speaking of problematic, it would not be an episode of My TV Family if we weren't talking about some dude acting like a ding dong.
0: <laughs> well, just wait for more of that. Um, and then I'm also watching the NBA finals. Oh. So go Celtics. Okay. That's basketball. Um, that is basketball. Cool, cool. Um, my son, my oldest son, has been really into it, and he's a big Wa- Warriors fan, so it's always on before he goes to bed, or on after he goes to bed, so we record it, and then That's we catch fun. up the next day together. Um, so I love that. Yeah. I, I, like, sort of pay attention to the NBA throughout the year, but, like, I really get into it in the finals. Okay. Because... You can, right? You only... It's like there's a... (laughs) um, There's an end to it. So, you know, you can... Bandwagon it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. just for a while.
1: (laughs) There's a word for it.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, so tell me what you're watching.
1: um, I'm so glad you asked. Um, (laughs) I... uh, rocked out and knocked out two entire shows. <laughs> um, awesome. Number one is called On My Block. Okay. It was recommended by loyal listener Adrienne. Okay. I'm going to describe it for you, and I don't want you to hang up, okay? I well, won't. It's kind of, if I had to, like, shorthand it for you, uh-huh. I would say it's a cross between the boys in the hood, or it's cross between boys in the hood and Goonies. All right. Again, <laughs> it's so much more than
0: that, yeah.
1: Um, so it's about these four um kids in high school, um, Ruby, which is short for Ruben. Okay, <laughs> so um, and he's probably my favorite. So, Ruby, Caesar, Jamal, and Monse. I'll have a
0: Ruben with a side Caesar. Oh okay. my gosh, <laughs> I
1: didn't even think of that till right now.
0: I'm always thinking about food, so amazing. Keep going. So, um, they are
1: are in a pretty tough neighborhood mm-hmm. um where there's definitely a gang presence or several gang presences. Okay. And but they like just, you know, go on about their merry way, like they're all hanging out together and then they'll hear, they'll hear gunfire and they try and guess the caliber of the bullets okay. just as like a, you know, fun thing. They're it's not game like you'd play. Yeah, just like, you know, they just keep on moving. Um so, it's definitely topical. There are some really heavy subjects that they tackle, mm-hmm. but there's, like, really good comic relief, usually in the form of Jamal. Right. <laughs> um And... Like one of his running gags is his dad was an ex football player and wants him to play football, and he says that he made the team, which he didn't, and (laughs) then he fakes injuries all the time. So every episode, he like one episode he had an eye patch, (laughs) like one episode, like he's just Jamal's hilarious. So it's like really tough topics, like definitely gets into gang life and like what that looks like and feels like, but also just super funny lol moments lots of levity to kind of keep you from just wanting to cry
0: um
1: on my block it's on netflix Netflix? it's fantastic you will gobble it up like very quickly you
0: know how i like a high school show oh
1: it's so good i'm really excited for you to watch it and to talk about it all right as soon as i finished it i was like oh my gosh i need to talk about this with someone (laughs) um so hurry up Um, So that was number one, and number two was season two of Dear White People, which was excellent. Excellent, excellent. Um, So the format was that they focus on one character per episode, Mm -hmm. which seems like it would be a hard way to move a story forward, but it's not. They really did a good job of using each character as part of the whole to kind of make the story progress throughout the season. And... Oh, gosh, just some really, really interesting commentary on race relations in America. Um, but also kind of, you know, it's not exactly the Goonies, but like another mystery about secret societies. And um, yeah, I just really, really cannot recommend that highly enough. So that was fantastic. Um And just to throw a little fluff (laughs) into the mix, I am making progress on a little show called Drop Dead Diva.
0: Okay, just like those are three in the same category. I (laughs)
1: am a woman of varied tastes. There you go. (laughs) If nothing else. So, did you watch Drop Dead Diva?
0: I I didn't, but I know about it.
1: Okay, so it's... um, did we talk about this before? No, we haven't. Um, it's I would describe it as about the speed of Legally Blonde. If Legally Blonde were a TV show,
0: okay,
1: um, like delicious cotton candy fluff, um, but pretty, you know, intense commentary about appearance and gender in America. Okay, but again, not not too much commentary. Okay. <laughs> More fluff than anything. Like lots and lots of cotton candy, a little bit of broccoli. Okay. Um, not that gender politics is broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's about a woman who is a like sexy, skinny, blonde model type. And um, she gets in a car accident and dies at the same time that this larger, kind of like dowdy lawyer, very smart woman mm-hmm. dies. And there's a mix-up in heaven, so again, it's a little silly. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I thought I knew about this show, and I feel like <laughs> I just <laughs> <you> really... <laughs> are changing everything I knew about it. So
1: there's a little mix-up in heaven, and the soul of the blonde model chick gets put into the body and brain of the lawyer, which is kind of interesting, and it makes sense when you watch it. But um, okay, so a
0: freaky Friday.
1: Well, yeah, you know it's. It's um it's complicated, but it's not. <laughs> and it has I forget what the actor's name is. He was in Superstore and he was also one of like the, the revolving door of suitors on the Mindy project, Ben something. Okay.
0: Looks kinda yeah, like Scott Bayo, but yeah. I know who I hate you're to say about, that about a person. We need like a a sound effect for every time you ask me of a name. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Ben something? Yes.
1: We'll call him Ben Yes. Yeah. So Ben Bayo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um plays her guardian angel. Oh, okay. It sounds super hokey, but it's really good and they have like a case of the week and um so that's pretty much what I'm watching. <laughs> I also wanted to ask if you had decided that you wanted to watch season two of The Handmaid's Tale.
0: I have not. I have not even watched <laughs> season one. So I really, really,
1: um, ugh, it's all over Twitter and everybody's talking about it. There's so many reviews and I'm having major Handmaid's FOMO. Um, but I know that if I watch it, I'm gonna freak out. Yeah. So I have like a combination of fear of missing out and fear of freaking out. So it's like <laughs> FOMO and FOFO.
0: It's it's like how I feel like at a party is like I feel about. Oh,
1: you got that FOFO.
0: Fear of missing out, but also fear of participation.
1: <laughs> that, oh, FOP. Yeah.
0: Um, fomo yeah. fop
1: yeah i've been there
0: i don't i don't have fomo on hands handmaid's tale
1: i got like. fomo big time and, uh, and fofo as i stated <laughs> um what about i'm gonna go off topic here for a mo Uh-oh. i know <laughs> i'm gonna ask you the following 19 actors names <laughs> um have you heard anything or are you interested at all in killing eve with sandra oh uh,
0: i I've,
1: i think that's what it's called right I don't remember. It definitely has the word killing in it, and it definitely has the word Eve in it.
0: Okay, well, you did ask me another name. (laughs) Um, I haven't heard anything about it, but I was excited to see her back on the screen because I feel like... Yeah. After Grey's Anatomy, we haven't seen her.
1: So she's the lead, which everybody's super jazzed about. Yeah. And it seems kind of murdery, which you know is right up both of our alleys. Yeah, murdery. Um, so I might have a friend or husband um, pre-watch it and see yes. if I can handle it. But it is like getting rave reviews. It was in the center of the bullseye in Entertainment Weekly. All right. Well, if anyone out
0: there is brave enough to watch it and let us know how you feel. Right in. We'd love we'd love to have you do that
1: for us. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, between handmaids and old Sandra O. Oh, yeah. a lot of violence out there on the TV. Oh
0: man, it doesn't so stop much. there. <laughs> um, so while speaking of listener participation,
1: speaking of it,
0: let's get into our listener fantasy family. Listener fantasy family. Um, all right so
1: our fantasy family family comes from adriana from um one of our favorite podcasts top knot squad pod all right (laughs) say that five times fast
0: don't ask me to (laughs)
1: um so, Adriana, we love because she's always an active participant in our calls for information and suggestions on yeah. social media. Um, so, she has an interesting mix. I feel like she is kind of like you and I. Like, she's super into pop culture. Yeah. But we don't have a ton of overlap. Yeah. Um, which is always interesting. It's fun to find a fellow pop culture fanatic and then be like, oh, well, have you watched so <laughs> And then they're like, no, you crazy person. Um, okay. So, Adriana says for her sister, she would like Jessica Jones. Great one. Do you watch that show?
0: Um, Kristen Ritter is in it, and I really like Kristen Ritter. And I did watch, I think, maybe the first six episodes. Oh, really? Yes, because I, I as you know, I kind of am into like the superhero world. Yes. And I liked it, but it did get a little too... It's super graphic, right? Yeah, it got a little scary and graphic for me, so I stopped watching it. And then I read the storylines on Wikipedia, so because I had to know how it ended, but I couldn't. And even those scary you couldn't see how. (laughs) Yeah. If
1: Wikipedia is freaking you out, it's probably good that you stopped.
0: I know. Well, but I really like her character, and again, I like Kristen Ritter. I I do
1: too. Did you watch? Don't Trust the Bee?
0: Yes, I did. I love that show. I did. I thought she was very funny in that. She was very funny in that. And she's another um, Veronica Mars alum. Yes, and Breaking Bad. Oh, did you watch Breaking Bad? No, again, another show that was a little too much. A for
1: little me. too too. Well, she had a very, um, she had a pivotal part in Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I like her a ton, and I also like, um, I don't know what his character's name is because I'm not into the superheroes as much. But he was Lamont Bishop on The Good Way Yes.
0: Is that it, Luke Cage? Yes, it's Luke Cage. I like him a lot. Um, but I feel <coughs> like as a sister, Jessica Jones would have your back, and she is a fierce um fighter for justice
1: and she has good bangs i like she,
0: uh, yeah <laughs> more
1: more important and a sister like you want somebody who can help you trim your bangs <laughs> okay so we were talking about a fantasy family um so sister jessica jones brother sam and dean winchester
0: i am not familiar with sam and dean from supernatural oh you know i just realized that supernatural is still on the still air kicking I, I think am, they surpassed
1: Gunsmoke or something.
0: Um, I think that was am The very, Simpsons. impressed. we're not imp-
1: talking about The Simpsons this week.
0: No, or ever again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very impressed that that show is still on. I'm like, how is that show still on? And they can make that, but you can't make Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Come on, guys. <laughs>
1: Pull it. Oh, maybe is it on the WB or UPN? Maybe they'll pick it up. <laughs>
0: yeah, I,
1: um, so. I have a question. Yes. Did you
0: ever watch Supernatural? I haven't. No. Ooh. Again, it's it's got a. Kind of an eerie vibe to it. Okay.
1: A little spooky. Yeah. And it's not for me either. But I'm wondering, is Dean on Supernatural... Dean on... Dean on Gun Girls?
0: I don't know. It's a
1: 50-50 chance, <laughs> right?
0: I must know.
1: All right. Well, well our fact checker, <laughs> Meredith, um, checks that out for us. Um, so sister Jessica Jones, brother Sam and Dean Winchester. Um, then she says Mike's mom from Stranger Things, hence the magical brothers and superhero sister. Yes. I like it. I like a co-he- like a cohesive family.
0: Yeah.
1: I like a super not cohesive family the- or a super cohesive <laughs> like you better be like off the wall, mismatched or have a theme.
0: This yeah, this feels like there's a theme. She's got kind of a fantasy mm-hmm. supernatural um, such tendency here, and I'm just gonna tell you that this just in. Dean from Gilmer Girls is not Dean from Supernatural.
1: It's a short one. Yep. Okay. So it's Sam. Okay, oh, man, wow. solving mysteries right here. You know, we are kind of <laughs> like the Supernatural brothers ourselves, solving crime, <laughs> answering questions. Um, okay, so and then as a dad, Adriana selected the eleventh Doctor from Doctor Who. Great. And if you're not up on the Doctors, as I am not, Doctor the eleventh Doctor is Matt is played by Matt Smith, mm-hmm. who was also Prince Philip from the the Crown. Yeah. And in other current events, Claire Foy got that money. Yeah, she did. Which makes me very happy.
0: Yeah, she deserves thank
1: you. it. And Matt Smith, I'm not sure if we're angry at you or not, but. I'm glad Claire fully got paid.
0: Me too. It shouldn't have been an issue, but I'm glad they fixed it.
1: Yeah. Although, I guess if you're a doctor from Doctor Who, you're kind of a big deal.
0: Well, according know. to um, <laughs> Adriana, it's true. She's part of their fantasy family, so. I like it. I appreciate it.
1: So, she also made a note here um, about David Tennant, who, mm-hmm. just a side note, here's the thing I know. Yeah. Didn't even, I, well, I did have to look it up, but um, David Tennant was the 10th doctor on oh, Doctor okay. Who. Great. Um. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask you if you watch Doctor Who, because I think I know the answer. Yeah, yeah you do. Doctor Who? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Doctor what? Doctor Ticka Ticka Slim She mentions that... I'm uh... <laughs> dead. I died. Go on without me. <laughs> <laughs> she mentions that David Tennant also plays Kilgrave, which is the reason why I'm um, in Jessica Jones, um, which is the reason why I couldn't watch Jessica Jones, because he got too intense. Really? Um, I like him. So... He
1: was on Broadchurch. Did you watch Broadchurch? uh uh-uh. Oh, well, it, that's not for you either. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I do like David Tennant.
0: But she said, so the paternal instinct was gone after his role in Kilgrave. Interesting. As Kilgrave and Jessica Jones. So I can understand that, that sometimes you can't look past someone's role. They're always going to be mm-hmm. that person mm-hmm. who... Did that bad thing? Did that bad thing. That's why you can't name your kids certain
1: mm-hmm.
0: names, right? That's mm-hmm. it's great. But Adriana, that's a top-notch, top oh. top-notch um, <laughs> list. Our family fantasy family.
1: Thanks for sending it in, Adriana.
0: Yeah. Meredith, remind me, what are we talking about this oh, week for our <laughs> weekly topic? Uh, this week we're talking about those babysitters, your nannies, mm-hmm. your child care providers. What have yous? Um, and we're excited about it. Um, we've gotten some great. We
1: got some passionate responses. <laughs>
0: Listener suggestions. Most
1: of them were um, like memes and gifs, which yeah. <laughs> you know I love. If it's not a, uh, if it's not Mrs. Doubtfire running a vacuum cleaner, I don't want to see it.
0: Um, so we, um, our list. There's a lot of things that the listeners chose that we also chose. Yeah. So should we just run through what the listener said? And yeah. Then I'm gonna get we'll come into back to dive it. into it. Let's do it. Um, starting off strong is the nanny Fran Drescher from the nanny.
1: I love that show, and if loving that show is wrong, I don't want to be right.
0: <laughs> uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about the nanny. We're coming
1: back to you, Fran.
0: And uh, Charles in Charge came up a lot, and,
1: and- it came up and. <laughs>
0: It brought up some feelings.
1: Some Yes. Some um, very disturbing Trump memes.
0: Yeah, again, it's one of those things that's really hard for us to separate. Um, the
1: art from the artist. Yeah. Some Although that, calling Charles in charge art might be Yeah, reversed. I don't know if we can call
0: it art. But <laughs> it,
1: being, it wasn't even good in the first <laughs> place, but now we feel bad discussing it.
0: Being able to talk about like the content of a TV show that we liked when we were kids and talking about like the actor and what a loser he is. Yeah. Um, is is difficult, but we will talk about the show. Charles Don't and worry, Charge.
1: we're gonna thread the needle. We've we w- <laughs> figured out how to speak eloquently about tough topics. And today,
0: <laughs> we will stay tuned. Seeing um, about the new boy in the neighborhood. Um. Promises, promises. <laughs> um, you want to give some others that people. Yeah, so talk about?
1: another good one, which did not come to mind, which is crazy, was Alice from the Brady Bunch. That's so good. And that sweet, sweet blue uni.
0: Yes, I wish I could just wear that uni every that day. It would be nice. I would. Then
1: you'd have to iron.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I would have to find my ironing. Big mean. thumbs down. <laughs> a
1: crisp white apron over top of like a blue button down yeah. one piece. It
0: would not last.
1: I bet it'd be airy though.
0: Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll what did Alice that. wear
1: underneath <laughs> that uniform? <laughs> Only um, Sam the Butcher knows.
0: Moving
1: uh, <laughs> <We'll laughs> <be> on. <gone. laughs> Um, so I know this is not TV, but, um, permission, permission to go (laughs) off, uh, topic here. Um, adventures in babysitting came up. Very good. Fantastic. You know what else I loved? If we're going to talk about movies, (laughs) don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah. So good. Um, featuring a young Josh Charles, who, you know, is my TV husband. Yes. Um, driving, like, a corn dog truck or something. <laughs> oh, my God, that's why I love him!
0: Wasn't it, like, a corn dog delivery <laughs> it, truck? It's your love of corn dogs.
1: And Josh Charles. It's, it's
0: come full circle, folks. Hold,
1: hold on. BRB. Have to go watch <laughs> Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. That was the classic. The reason for
0: this podcast is for Robin to put all these pieces together.
1: <laughs> Again, just like those Winchester boys solving mysteries. <laughs> um, okay, so so, Adventures in Babysitting is classic. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Fantastic. Mrs. Doubtfire.
0: Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: You know who I loved in that movie? Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. <laughs> and Sally Field. She was great. Yeah. Awesome. And Robin Williams. I think he was in it for a minute. <laughs> um, and then we had several mentions of Tony Maselli as portrayed by... Tony Danza on a little program I like to call Who's the Boss? Give us your Samantha. I will not. (laughs)
0: Oh, come on. (laughs)
1: Um, Um, Do you you, want to talk about Who's the Boss?
0: Well, you know I love Who's the Boss and Mona was in my fantasy family. Mona! Um, One of my um this is not necessarily about who's the boss but there's a community episode where one of the classes is all about who's the boss and having this like philosophical question about who boss? is the actual boss and like some <laughs> the professor has spent his whole life studying this and he wrote a book on it, and Abed just thinks he knows the answer, and he says, it's Angela. And then, the, like, it becomes this huge thing where he gets up in front of the class and has this, like, Goodwill hunting moment on the chalkboard. Oh. And, like, says that there's, like, evidence and, like, specific data and answers that can say, um, without a question, that Angela is the boss, and it just, like, destroys that professor and just, like, <laughs> ruins his life because... Um, this thing that he felt like didn't ever have an answer has an answer. and It's Angela. And it was explained by Ahmed. So if you're wondering who the boss is, it's Angela. But the child care provider <laughs> slash butler slash housekeeper was yeah. Tony Danza. The <laughs> There it is. There it is. <laughs> Just for you, Meredith. I was wondering if Tony would um, qualify because I don't necessarily Because he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy robin <laughs> no because he wasn't necessarily the nanny or the child care, but he was more of a house keeper yeah like. but like he had to take care of jonathan yeah whoever <laughs> that kid uh, okay
1: do I, you have any recollection of how so this is my question for all of these and granted, it was the 80s and the 90s, and you didn't need a whole lot of, like... I mean, people will suspend disbelief, clearly, but, like, how these things get started, right? Like, he just happened upon Angela An ad on like,
0: Craigslist. Yeah, exactly, right?
1: Like, he answered yeah. an ad in the newspaper, or there was a crazy mix-up, or, like, I don't know. Well, you we're know. Gonna get, we're going to get to Mr. Belvedere in a minute <laughs> if you want to talk about plot holes.
0: <laughs> well, there's there's a path you take and a path not taken. <laughs> And the choice is up to you, my friend. Brand new life.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's so good.
0: Okay, so let's talk um, a little bit more about some of our favorite... Let's do it. ...babysitters. I'm going to start off with one that no one will know about, probably. There's maybe one person in this... um, I
1: bet you a dollar someone's going to say,
0: I used to love that (laughs) ...in this world that might know about it. And if it's you, give me a holler because I would like to know. It's... Um, stars two of the people that I find fascinating, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. I didn't know they were on your obsession list. I think I've talked about it before that I'm really interested in Mary-Kate. What Mary they're Kate. up to? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's right. You said you don't follow anyone on any social media, and then you cop to following Busy Phillips and stalking Mary-Kate and Ashley.
0: Yeah, but you, <laughs> they're very private, so it's hard, but... That's Uh,
1: what makes them all the more (laughs) titillating. Um, One of them's married to like a septuagenarian.
0: uh, Yeah, I don't think he's quite that old, but (laughs) he is an older gentleman who is French and was related somehow to... Nicolas Sarkozy. um, A French leader, Mm -hmm. right? Is that who you're talking about? -hmm. Um, So Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, they are twins. Their dad is a professor. He is just like all about hard and fast rules and then they get this nanny who's a student of her his okay and she is just like this free thinker and and, you know hilarity ensues with the competing ideas about about life.
1: Oh. And what's the name of this program? It's called Two of a Kind. I'm sorry. And when, like, can you tell me what age the twins were? Twelve. Okay. I don't know. So this was a while ago. Yeah,
0: it was a long time ago. Okay. And it was only one season, and oh, I don't even know. Tragedy. Yeah, I don't even know what, it, what program, or I mean, what network it was on. I just remember watching it, and, you know, I like Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. I think we are probably... Um, in the same age range. Oh. Um, but one thing I recently I learned about Mary Kate and Ashley also, and this is basically the only reason I <laughs> wanted to like talk about bag ladies. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I wish I could get away with it. Um, is the only reason I want to talk about it is I just learned that at Mary Kate's wedding, in at the reception, they just had big bowls of cigarettes. What? Just as around for people. They're like avid smokers, but that was like their decoration slash. Reception food was just bowls of um, cigarettes. I have no words. Yeah, I just read about it recently, and I just thought it was very... And that made you more interested in them? No, (laughs) no. It's not like I'm, like, supportive or, like... I don't idolize,
1: I should say. Okay. You're but just I, an interested party. Yeah,
0: that's just like so opposite of my life.
1: <laughs> I do think that how secretive they are makes them more like, yeah. you what know, those two up to? Yeah,
0: and they just, yeah, I just am um, so intrigued by what their life really is like and how they have so much money. Well, they have many um, business empires. Yeah,
1: but right? how,
0: how did they get to that?
1: Maybe they were like the one set of childhood stars who did not squander their money or have their parents like run off and do stupid stuff with it. Maybe they actually invested well.
0: I don't know. I am just. Got that full house money, Meredith! <laughs> and they did a million movies and uh-huh. TV shows, and I'm sure made a ton of money um, off of that. But it just, I'm interested in their life. Keep us posted. Yeah. Well Well that show
1: sounds amazing. I've never heard of it, but I'm sure someone else in the world watched it. And
0: and it's like I won't I won't like say this bad about Reba, but it has that (gasps) it has that kind of vibe to it. Just laugh tracky. Amazing. Is that what you're getting at? (laughs) I just feel like they're probably on the same note. They're like
1: cousin (laughs) shows. They have the same heart and spirit.
0: (laughs) Yes um okay so do you have a more adult show to talk about (laughs) um not really (laughs) okay um
1: one that just sprung to mind was magda from sex in the city okay um so miranda had a housekeeper forever and then she got pregnant and had brady her son Uh uh-huh and magda um ended up babysitting and helping around the house and just being kind of like a fixture. Mm -hmm. Um, And when she first was hired as a housekeeper, she was very judgmental (laughs) and found some things in Miranda's bedside table and passed judgment upon them. And um, Miranda basically told her to go pound sand, Um, but they kind of found a way to... Coexist peacefully and she ended up being a part of the family. And I feel like anytime, especially toward the end of the season, and definitely in the movie when she was on screen, I cried because she always was she was like a mother figure for Miranda. Yeah. Um but I would put Magda on my grown-up TV show list. Little Magda. Um let's go back again. This is not a television show. I think we talked previously. You read Babysitter's Little Sister, yeah. not Babysitter's Club? No. So, if I had to isolate one favorite babysitter other than Josh Charles driving his corn dog truck and Don't Tell Mom <laughs> the Babysitter's Dead, which I think is more about the corn dogs and less about the babysitters, <laughs> my favorite thing, like pop culture wise, for babysitters was Babysitter's Club. All right. Box. I mean, I read every single one and. Not being a very bright person, it did not occur (laughs) to me that the first two chapters of each book were essentially identical. Yeah. Because there was
0: a formula. Well, imagine that.
1: They explained how the Babysitter's Club worked. Yeah. In every single book. (laughs) And I was like, gotta read every page. Like, (laughs) I knew how the Babysitter's Club worked. They all went over to Stacy's house, or I don't know, one of the girls had her own phone. Yeah. They all went over to Claudia's house Tuesdays and Thursdays from four to six. And that's when their (laughs) clients knew they could call in and they had a scheduling system. I knew their system, and I still read. Every single time. Every single time, like a dum-dum. But those were super good. Um, Did you watch Mr. Belvedere?
0: I did. I did watch it, and it is just, like, right up there with another great theme song.
1: Really great theme song. I don't
0: know what it is about shows with prominent...
1: Care- caregivers yeah that have great theme songs it does seem to be a theme song
0: theme yeah
1: um, um so do you remember anything about it like
0: i just remember that mr belvedere was kind of a a more refined character right like yeah, he was british, british yeah. was he british and he was more refined and it was him trying to help help the children be a little more polished. <laughs> yes yeah.
1: Bob euchre was on it okay um as a made, dad he was a dad yeah um I love him in major league yeah um and he I think I read somewhere he was still doing sports announcing while he was filming Mr. Belvedere oh, so right. he had bills to pay um another another show that gives me many questions about the setup like how did they how did that happen and yeah. I'm sure like the, the pilot, pilot episode, episode yeah. was just. Spit spot and wonderful. Yeah. Um, and if you want to do a little leisure reading, okay. <laughs> there is a term which is to belvedere oneself.
0: <laughs> All right. Do we want to know what it means?
1: You don't want to know what it means, but if you do, it's an urban dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: yeah. I'm sure it's really polished and refined. And it's
1: not safe for work.
0: <laughs> Next.
1: You want to talk about, speaking of not safe for work, do you want to talk about Charles in Charge? I do. Segway, again, crushing yeah. it.
0: So, again, I feel like we just need to say that we are not, we do not, uh, we're not fans of Scott Bayo.
1: You're a terrible person for yeah. many reasons. <laughs>
0: A lot of reasons. I reason. hope you're listening. But let's talk about the show a little bit. Yes. Um, there were two different families, right? Yes. The Pembrokes and the Powells. Yes. Um, do you have a favorite between the two of them? Do Which re- was the first one? So the Pembrokes are the first one, and they end up, like the storyline goes, they had to move, and someone came in sublet and sub- <laughs> sub- subletted their apartment or house, and just, in fact- <laughs> And Charles and conveyed- It comes, it comes with a, a nanny.
1: He's like a furniture.
0: Uh. Uh.
1: <laughs> And so I remember thinking, I think that I like the first one yeah, better. so
0: there's two brothers and a sister, and that yeah. one they And one was like
1: a super nerd. Yeah. yeah.
0: And they're the brunettes. And then the other one is the two sisters. Nicole and then, Eggert. And- yes. Mm hmm.
1: Um, I remember thinking that, like, Nicole Eggert was more beautiful than any human should be and mm-hmm. that I would never, ever, like, that I wasn't even in the same gender that she was. <laughs> like, I could not imagine a world where she and I were both female. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I remember thinking, like, you know, because it was on in syndication yes. when I was little. Uh-huh. And I remember feeling very excited for when it flipped back around, you know, from the the second family to the first family. Yeah. In reruns. Well,
0: so So what I learned about this, and I didn't know, this is like a little um, Hollywood insider info with Meredith, is that it got canceled after the first season and then they put it in syndication and that buzz, it's like a high they ride from syndication that gets back on TV and then it had like three or four more seasons. Oh, really? Mm -hmm, So they
1: canceled it, uh showed reruns. Yeah. People were all watching it Mm -hmm,
0: and and they fired
1: it up again. Yeah. That is crazy. So maybe I feel like that would never happen now.
0: Well, maybe that's what we need to do on the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Maybe. I've just discovered it. <sighs> I've solved all the problems. Meredith <laughs> Winchester. Again. <laughs> I would like to be called Dean. Um,
1: <laughs> Did you have a favorite family?
0: I, I think I was more of a Pembroke um, uh, fan myself. Okay. I think the characters were a little more interesting. Um, but, you know, I watched, I watched both of them saying you know, the, the theme song Real loud So good Still do And then you know Good old Buddy
1: Buddy was the Kimmy Gibbler Of Charles and Charles. Yeah
0: Buddy Lumbeck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a name you can't forget um, He was always um, Coming in for laughs And I take it
1: You stinks, Scott bail.
0: Yeah <laughs> um, No more on that Um what, else, what other shows that... We, should we go... Do we talk about The Nanny? Oh, I think that we have to talk favorite. about The
1: Nanny. Did you okay. watch that
0: show? I did. I watched uh, the show.
1: Another killer theme song. Yes. In which... They figure out a way to rhyme nanny and fanny.
0: Oh, I feel like that's not that hard.
1: Uh, Have you ever written a theme song that has
0: a cartoon behind it? I'm pretty sure my kids could rhyme nanny and fanny. And they did today. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Um. Yeah, so I just,
1: that was like such a shameful obsession of mine. I was in college. Okay. And... Theoretically should have had better things to do with my time than watch the nanny. No. But if you think so, you would be wrong. I mean,
0: if you think so, then you don't understand what our purpose here is on this podcast. You know, I'd come to find
1: out that for low these many years I've been preparing for this moment. <laughs>
0: For having a podcast. College watching The Nanny. So, my college
1: roommate had like a very prized television.
0: Whoa.
1: And I remember begging her to let me watch The Nanny (laughs) on it, and her just being like, You are a disgrace. (laughs) This is such a stupid show, and I was just like, oh, will Maxwell finally
0: realize that Fran's the woman for him? Who's <laughs> right in front of his face. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> Maxwell, you beautiful playwright.
0: <laughs> oh. I liked the relationship between um, Fran and Niles, the yes. butler. Just like two peas in a pod, sort Always of. right. trying like-
1: to... Block.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cece Babcock.
1: Yes. Yeah. Cece, you conniving little minx.
0: <laughs> I also just thought the kids were kind of annoying.
1: I feel like the kids were kind of beside the point. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, they would have a very special episode where one of them was getting bullied at school or whatever, but...
0: Yeah. Um, but it was called The Nanny. It, it was, wasn't called the, the, the Kids. The
1: Unresolved <laughs> Sexual Tension. That's what it should have been called.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: I would watch that joke. I
0: don't remember. Did they ever get together? (laughs) Did they... Fran and Maxwell?
1: Did they consummate their relationship? Is that what you're asking?
0: You probably know that that's (laughs) not what I was asking. But did they... uh,
1: But I will tell you, yes, they did. I think there was a lot... I feel like... I mean, it was so corny and so silly. And I think that there was like...
0: Fanny and Nanny should just like... Again,
1: (laughs) I feel like you're not giving that enough credit. Um... I feel like it was one of those where, like, it was a will they or won't they, and then they did, and then it was a dream, or, like, there was a, you know, there's uh, a will, and they did, and then he got amnesia, like, just yeah. silliness, um, but I'm sure they ended up together in the end.
0: And now I have to check out this series finale of The Nanny. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that show
1: was great. I stand by that, and to my college roommate, Carrie, I'm not ashamed. <laughs>
0: You've made me who I am today. Thank you. You've made me a better me. <laughs> okay, so I have a few just like, um, maybe not like major players of nannies, but I would like to talk about. You ready for it? Ready. First of all, Rachel Dratch on Parks and Rec. It Rachel was,
1: Dratch in anything. Uh, yeah,
0: well, I'll take her on anything, yes. But um, she is um, Leslie and Ben's... Um, Nanny. When when they fast forward and they have okay, yeah. they mm-hmm. have the triplets and she's their nanny named Roz. And one thing that Leslie said, I had to write this quote down because I thought it was very <laughs> funny. Because I just remember, I'm like, she said something to Roz like, I love you and I'll leave Ben for you or something. And it says, I love you more than Ben. It's true. If Ben left me, I would be sad, but I would get through it. If you left me, I don't know how I would get through it. She just like. That feels
1: very true to my babysitter experience.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Once you find somebody great and they like bond with your kids. Yes forget it
0: um so you treasure your nanny mm-hmm. who treats your kids well um there was always just like noise in the background and Roz like i'll get it just like <laughs> feeling totally overwhelmed and they, leslie always called her kids little monsters which i thought it was funny um so i'm gonna give a shout out to rachel dratch on Parks and Rec. So good. Also, um, a couple other moments of babysitting throughout our favorite characters. um, When Kelly was a babysitter for her professor Mm. in in Kelly Kapowski on Saved by the Bell, the college years. She was... um,
1: Babysitting for that professor.
0: Babysitting for her professor.
1: Sounds sexy. Go on.
0: um, And then ends up hooking up with with the professor. Shut up. I know. Come on. I know. It was a it was a scandalous <laughs> moment of Saved by the Bell the college years. Wow. Uh, it really was sexy. Yeah. But everyone was everyone had a crush on the professor.
1: Now I and, gotta look up the professor.
0: Jeremiah Oh Jeremiah Lask, Lask Lasky. Jeremiah Lasky. Professor Lasky. Mm. Look it up. Scandalous. Um, and then another just, like, moment that rings true to one of my very first babysitting experiences yes. when I was 11 and babysitting four children. Um DJ, DJ on Full House. Yeah. Her very first... She wanted to save up to buy a phone, her first phone. Okay. And... Um, she had her very first babysitting experience and it was just nightmare little kid and she kept getting in trouble and he gets his head stuck between the bars um of the railing on the stairs Uh, and he had um they she had to call her dad to come out and they had to i think they had to cut him out of the railing or anything something like that but i remember one of my very first babysitting experiences the kids just like went wild, <laughs> and I had to call my mom and have her come oh. rescue me, because I could not handle the four wild boys. That sounds relatable. Yes. You yeah. were 11. I know. I don't know.
1: I did call my mom once when I was babysitting. I thought yeah. I lost one of the kids. <laughs> yeah. It See? turned out that she had gone with her mom, and the mom hadn't told me. Oh,
0: well, so. that
1: seems irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for nothing.
0: Um, so, just a few babysitting moments that I thought about... <laughs> Um, through Baby some babysitting's the worst <laughs> um, from some of our shows that we've talked about in the past
1: our fave shows
0: um, any other I just wanted to
1: give a shout out to Call the Midwife okay um, which again is an excellent show that I highly highly recommend um, they had an au pair in this current season, oh. which is a uh, cause near and dear to my heart. Yes. As you know, I work with au pairs. If yes. you're interested in flexible and affordable live in care <laughs> with a cultural flair, give me a buzz. <laughs> a
0: little shameless plug for Robin's career. <laughs> Who
1: says we don't have sponsors? <laughs> um, anyway, they had an au pair this year, this season, and I guess it's the 60s, 1960s they're in right mm-hmm. now. And they have an au pair come from Hungary. So all of my colleagues and I were, like, talking about, like, what's it going to be like when they talk about this thing that we do on this TV show? And it did not
0: go well. No, oh, <laughs> So. You were
1: not represented well. No. Mm-mm, but Call the Midwife is great. And
0: <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of people who think they know about au pairs. But based, you don't. Based on Call of the Midwife.
1: If it's the 1960s and you're getting someone from Hungary and you live in England, maybe. <laughs> um, but Sheila... And, oh, gosh, I forget his name, Sheila's husband. Um, They're just wonderful. They're such a great couple on that show. They're the ones that get um, the au pair. Okay. And, oh, gosh, they're just delightful. She used to be a nun, and then she couldn't be a nun anymore because she was in love.
0: Whoa. And
1: um, that sounds a lot sexier than it actually was. It was actually (laughs) very chaste. I think she, like, had to go somewhere and pray about it for, like, a very long time. Um, Anyway, she's wonderful. Um, But that is the end of my favorite babysitter's list. Do you have anyone else that you wanted to
0: talk about? I don't. It just reminds me of that movie, Au Pair. Did you ever see that movie, Mm -mm. Au Pair? No. It was like an ABC Family special. Ooh. Check it out. You know I will. Okay, that's it for our babysitter's themed episode. Thank you for joining us. Next time, we're going to be talking about in-laws.
1: I think it's going to get controversial up Whoa. in here.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so Don't hold back. A little reminder to send us your fantasy families and um, to send us your favorite in-laws on television. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Until next time.
1: Be sure to rate and review us on <laughs> iTunes. Make them five-star ratings, would you? All right. Bye.
0: Bye.